Welcome back to The Forge, the official podcast of Blacksmith Ministries. Podcasts have played a crucial role in the development of my spiritual life, and I pray these messages will do the same for you. My sincere desire is that these messages will awaken a passion for Jesus inside of you. Today is the day that the Lord has made. (laughs) I will rejoice and be glad in it because Caitlin Walker, (laughs) a very close dear friend, even a daughter to me, is here. She's part of the Blacksmith Ministry team, and we are just stoked, stoked, stoked (laughs) to be together because she is a well, a deep well of knowledge of the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) Give me an amen. If you up in here, say amen. That's right. We need. That's right. We need an amen on that because she's just a deep well. And so I want to open up this well, and we want to talk today about Jesus, our favorite subject. So let me tell you how this conversation is going to go. I listen to this ministry called Upper Room every single day. I get on YouTube, uh, check them out, whatever they're playing, I just put it on, let it play, let their worship play. Their music is amazing, their worship is mm-hmm. anointed, the presence of God just fills any atmosphere. You could go into the bathroom, <laughs> pull out your phone, put on Upper Room, and the presence of God's coming to the bathroom, right? Yes. Right, praise yes. God, that'll happen. So. They've had this song they released probably in November early November 2019, and it was called Yeshua, or Yeshua, however you want to pronounce it. And that song, they just say it over and over, over again. Yeshua. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know your ears are probably hurting by hearing me sing. Well, let Caitlin sing it. I can't tell you what that song does to me every single time. I can't get enough of it. They probably have, I don't know, 100,000 views of that song on YouTube, and at least 1,000 of those <laughs> views are mine. But this morning, I look at it for some reason, and I just look at his name, Yeshua, Y-E-S-H-U-A. And I don't know, this may sound really simple, but it just, I don't know, it stood out to me. Y-E-S, yes, <laughs> is in his name in Hebrew. Yes. Of course. So every time we say Yeshua, we're saying yes. yes. (laughs) Come on. Come on. So that's what we want to talk about is saying yes to the Lord. And Caitlin is about to burst right now (laughs) of of her experience of saying yes to the Lord. So I'm going to open it up. Caitlin, tell us when you said yes to the Lord and how it happened. Here you go. So uh, backstory. Grew up in church, didn't know God, went to a RAMP conference when I was a freshman in college. What is the RAMP? Uh, The RAMP is a ministry that is basically all about awakening, awakening the youth mainly, but churches from all around come in. They bring their kids, they bring, you know, their friends, anybody that wants to come, and they do these three-day conferences where it's literally just like an immersion in the presence of God, and they do, you know, altar calls and preaching, and so I was there, and a friend asked me to come. I was there, and I just had never seen anything like that. Yeah. I mean, their big focus is just you can personally pursue God. Yeah. And that's like you never hear that, really, that you can get to know God secretly alone. Right. And right. so for me, it just produced this burning. So uh, answer the altar, um, get filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. And that was a big mark of my yes because the first mm-hmm. thing I ever heard the Holy Spirit tell me was I was in the car coming back from the conference, and I'm almost like, well, what do I do now? Like, I know I need a secret place and all these things. You know, I was just burning. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I want you to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning. 
I want you to spend time with me before you do anything else. Mm. And I want you to read the word mm. every day. And I said, yes. yes. <laughs> and so I've been serving Jesus, uh, gosh, five, four and a half, five years now. Um, and it's been a yes every day like that. And there's been many other yeses. It's been a plethora of, okay, do this. Now you do this. I mean, yesterday it was something random. The Holy Spirit asked me to go buy a rug. And I was like, why? <laughs> but <laughs> So your yes to Jesus is just not a one-time yes? No, it's never a one-time yes. If it's like any relationship, there's always going to be mm. an, a request. There's always going to be something to talk about. There's always going to be something to learn. There's always going to be preferring the other person, just like in the confines of any relationship. So honestly, um, this is a revelation from Pastor Michael Wood, so I cannot, and he's a pastor at the ramp. Uh, there's a scripture at the end of John's gospel, is one of my favorite, where Jesus has just got done restoring Peter. And Peter is torn because he sees John the Baptist. Uh, the, when some translations claim he was eavesdropping. But, you know, on their conversation, because John the Baptist loved Jesus. Yeah. Oh, gosh, not John the Baptist. John the Revelator. Scra- yeah, John the Revelator. I'm sorry. John the Beloved. Many Johns. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Scratch that. So he's basically listening because he, he loves Jesus. Yeah. And so, and Peter is basically just got a word about his life. And the word was, you know, when you were younger, you dressed yourself. You went where you wanted to go. But when you're older, you will uh, clothe yourself, but someone will lead you where you do not want to go. Yeah. And for me, I, I was studying that scripture, just pondering it. And he looks at Peter and says, but you, you follow me. Come on. Like a personal invitation. Mm-hmm. Like, Peter, you say yes to me. And after that, I was at a prayer meeting with Pastor Michael Wood. And he says, you know, I've been thinking about the scripture. And the Lord just kind of opened my eyes. And it was that scripture in John's gospel. And he said, it's almost like as we get older, the more yielded we actually become. Wow. Because Peter, he was younger. He went wherever he wanted to go. He did what he wanted to do. But when he's older, he's actually being led more. And it, wow. and there's so many people, like you can look at Paul's life and say that too. You know, And I'm not saying that has to be the gist for all of us that are young, that we just get to do whatever we want to do. Right. I say absolutely right. devote your youth to Jesus. Right. But the context is in the spirit, the stronger we get in the spirit, you know, those who are mature are the ones who are led. The Passion Translation says, by the impulses of the spirit. So mm. the more mature we get, we actually get softer to Jesus and we say yes more. <laughs> You know what Pastor Micah also said? What? The longer you walk with Jesus, the less you get to carry. Wow. That is crazy. Is it not? Is it the same? Yes, in the same connotation. That's amazing. So I think we we were talking, we were dreaming before we were speaking on the podcast, and there are many different things we were talking about. But I think the most beautiful element is um, – we get to choose to prefer Jesus mm. in every decision, in every day, in every minute of life, you know. And I don't mean that to be a confusing thing because as mature sons and daughters, you know, we still get to be trusted with our time. We're yeah. trusted with how we spend it. I'm not saying we just need to not be able to make decisions, you know, without God. But I am saying, like, there are moments where it's almost like Jesus will, the Holy Spirit will just kind of step in and be like, well, do you want to do this? Or I love when, G- when the Holy Spirit just comes to you and he's like, would you fast for a little bit? And he's so tender and you're just like, yes, I've always wanted to fast. It just makes it like the joy set before you, you know, you just say yes. And it builds an infrastructure actually of saying yes to really complicated 
what can be difficult things, but it actually proves that Jesus is, in fact, Lord over my life, not just in words, not just because I go to church, but because I have a constant communal relationship where I say yes to him because he is Lord and I'm not. Mm, That's good. That is really good. I'm trying to remember a time where I said no. Honestly, I have many. <laughs> right, so we're talking about saying yes and importance of it is, but let's be real. There are some times when the Lord will ask of you, require <laughs> of you, uh, and you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be vulnerable here. here I've go. got a pen, man. <laughs> I've got a revival pen. Let me tell you about this pen. Yeah. So Ray Hughes is a minister out of Florence, Alabama. Roll. Tide roll. <laughs> You know, if I'm going to mention the state of Alabama, you know it's coming next, <laughs> yes, right? These yes. two words, praise God. Roll Tide is in that Bible somewhere. <laughs> they may not be together, but they're meant to be. Anyhow. The ocean of love. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Ray Hughes has gotten a tree that was in front of the Red River Meeting House and Cane Ridge Meeting House, the place of the Second Great Awakening in Kentucky in 1800-1801. And he's actually made these pins out of this tree. Which is interesting because when lightning struck the tree and it fell, he actually had this big, massive tree shipped from Cane Ridge, Kentucky, yes. all the way to Florence, Alabama, and then he's made these pins. So I've actually preached at a revival in Cane Ridge at the Meeting House. It's just, it's so impactful for me. Ray Hughes came to the ramp in November. That's our home church. That's our covering. And I actually bought a revival pin from him. And he asked me, he said, son, now, what kind of pen do you want? I was like, you pick it out, sir. Just make sure it's from Cane Ridge. So he looks at the pens. He looks at me. He picks out the Prophet of the Long oh, Road pen. wow. And he gave it to me. And he said, son, you've waited long enough. Come and I'm on. like, oh, oh, you know. So I'm melting in this pen. Jesus. One of these students says, you know, I'm going to take your pen. And, you know, I probably acted out in the flesh because I wanted to kill him. But <laughs> that's how much the pen mended me, right? So I'm with my friend two months ago, and she's going through a very difficult part in her life of not understanding and and just a, a challenging time. And when I'm with her, while she's talking, I hear the Holy Spirit say to me, oh, no. give her your pen. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I start shaking my head, no. I'm like, instantly no. Like, are you kidding me? No. That means so much to me. While I'm having this private conversation, I feel bad for my friend. I'm not going to name her because she'll think I wasn't listening to her. <laughs> and you know how men are always accused of not listening to yeah, women. So yeah. There's some truth. There's it. some truth to that, unfortunately. <laughs> so she, as soon as I tell no to the Lord, you know, that's a little private conversation we're having, she instantly says, Richard, have you heard of Ray Hughes? And I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah he went through this period of time where he could only release one song and then he had to remain hidden and then it was just you know what he's going through and I was like you know I'm supposed to this. give you this pen <laughs> and she's like what like she's like what are you talking about I was like yeah this whole conversation was happening while you were talking I'm supposed to give you this pen so my whole point is sometimes the Lord will ask you and you have a choice you can say no mm-hmm. or you can say yes but he'll always want you to say yes. Yes. There's a reason why he wants you to say yes, because there's something on the other side yes. of your yes. And it's not just for me. Mm-hmm. It was also for this person. So when he asked me to give her this pen, 
And then I told her the whole story. She's in tears because the Lord saw her where she was. And then now that pen, not only does it it still mean something to to me, now she's building history with the Lord with that pen too. So it's like him telling her, I see where you are. I so see where you are. And I'm with you in that period when you're struggling. And that was a sign for her. And so I just want to encourage people. There's a reason he's asking you because there's something behind your yes. Yes. Always. <laughs> so <laughs> you got me in a good, a do good you, Do you thought. have a story of a behind a yes? I, I do. I'm thinking. So I'm, I more often have stories about saying no. Okay. So for me, I, uh, I'm very, I flow more in the prophetic. You? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hear things and you just think they're crazy or God will ask me to do random, random things. Just And for a long season of my life, I was so afraid that I didn't. I was like, mm. well, I don't need to do it. It's not worth the risk. Mm. Like it's not, the yes isn't worth it this time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I would harbor it. And I literally kid you not, five, maybe 30 seconds later, someone else would do the exact same thing or say the exact same thing that God would literally just told me to say. And I didn't take it as, well, I took it as a fear of God, like, oh, God can find someone else. (laughs) It's just kind of like, we don't like to hear that, but I'm just like, oh, gosh. But then two, like, Caitlin, you were hearing me. Come on. Like, that was me. Come on. So it's all about learning, too. I I, honestly, the number one in, the number one hindrance to me just saying yes is my own pride. Wow. And my own reasoning. There's a scripture I've been really thinking about. God's really been rebuking me because I was at work last night and this guy was not being very kind to me and he was very impatient, but he had to wait. Uh, I don't know, (laughs) but he was just, it was just busy. He was impatient and he wanted some food. And so I understand. And in my heart, I said to myself, well, I'm not going to offer him a drink because normally people have to wait. I'm kind of like, well, let me just give you a drink, you know, kind of make it better. But because he had offended me, Mm. I said, I'm not going to offer him a drink. And literally for 20 minutes, the Holy Spirit, every single time I walked by him, was like, get him a drink. Like, you know, your enemy does you wrong, buy him lunch. Like that whole mentality. And I was like, no. And I didn't do it. And I just kept thinking about, I was so grieved in my heart because there's a scripture that says, um, when you hear the word of the Lord, do not harden your heart. And I realized in that moment what the Holy Spirit was showing me was, Caitlin, you harden your heart. And that's why you didn't. So it's all this like thing. You're trying to be flexible. You're trying to be movable. But at the same time, you're not trying to be so locked up in your own reasoning and justifications of, well, that man isn't nice, so he doesn't deserve a drink. Wow. <laughs> it's, wow. it's intense. So, um, which that always goes hands in hands with the prophetic too, because you, you hear and see things about people and then the Lord demands that you say yes to them. Well, what a segue because <laughs> Caitlin is this, has this unbelievable prophetic gift. And so I'm going to put a demand on it right now. So, because we did a podcast a little while ago, a while ago, for those of my friends in the South, a while ago, we did a podcast together and she was seeing and hearing and thinking some things. And so I'm going to ask her what she's been seeing or hearing and I want her to release what she's been seeing or hearing while I've been doing the podcast because it's such a unique, beautiful gift. So, Caitlin, have you been seeing or hearing anything about? while we've been doing this podcast let her rip <laughs> i was seeing a, a leg injury mm. i don't know i just saw someone sitting at home with uh like your your shin so the area around your shin into the knee like sitting on a on a table or a an ottoman and i just saw just the lord coming in and healing it 
also was hearing family. There's a family situation where someone has been asking the light of God specifically, like the light of Jesus, to step into a family situation. I see reconciliation in that. I see a restorative nature in some financial debacles with maybe something in business. Mm. I'm going on a, on a limb yeah. here, but I mainly just see uh, this. And here's the thing about all, the, all these things that you're releasing. The Lord is all about restoration. Yes. Now proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, there's also, sorry, there's also... <laughs> A scripture in Isaiah that says, now proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And I was really hearing that really strong this morning. So all of these things are literally all done by faith that the Lord is restoring and healing. I even uh, see uh, a legal matter, Mm. a legal matter um, being cleared up. Lord, I just thank you. And we just release right now, Lord, I just release your favor over every listener. God, even if the situations weren't ever mentioned, Lord, I just thank you. And I bless your people, Lord. I bless your people to be pillars, Lord, that they, as they persevere, you said in revelation that they would be pillars in the house of my God, in the city of my God, and I will put my name upon them. Lord, I thank you that Every situation is covered in your name, God, especially your believers, God. I pray for perseverance and strength over every family situation. Lord, I thank you that prayers have been raised. There's incense that the Father has heard. Lord, I thank you that they're releasing the bowls of prayer this season in their life. In Jesus' name and over every healing issue, Lord, I speak, Lord, over every wound, Lord, in every person's body, even maybe sports injuries, I speak the healing power. I say, be healed by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I see a lame man walking. Lord, I thank you. Even some people that have felt like the man at the gate of beautiful who have not been able to enter into ministry because they feel like they are lame. Lord, I thank you for movement in the spirit right now. I even ask you, Father, just to send confirming words to your people. Lord, even like pastors reaching out to them. Lord, open doors that no man can close because they proclaim your excellencies. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Come on. Friends. <laughs> oh, that's why we're doing these podcasts, man. It's just to encourage the church. This is what Blacksmith Ministries is all about is uh, individuals, uh, corporate settings. We want followers of Jesus to be encouraged. Yes. We, because we all go through seasons, and this gift of prophecy that we operate in is just one of those beautiful gifts that it can just highlight you. And for anybody that, you know, Caitlin called out, just know the Lord is highlighting you right now. He sees where you are. Just like my friend, I gave her the pen. The Lord is highlighting her. Yes. And um, that's what we want to do. We just want you to know how much God loves you. Yes. He cares about you. He's with you in every situation. And these prophetic gifts, man, they just, they just spark so much faith. Man, Jesus, I just feel it right Burning, now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to start recording these visually because uh, yes. it's like the presence of God just popping up in here. There's also people that Come Lord on. is unwrapping, mm. like a Lazarus. You know, he was healed and whole. He came out of the grave, and then Jesus said, unwrap him. <laughs> and I even feel like there are people that Jesus mm. has been unwrapping and mm. may even be mm. people that God is commissioning to unwrap mm. others. Mm. But I feel like there's certain maybe listeners or ministries, I'm not sure that God is actually asking you. He's unwrapping you or he's asking you, hey, unwrap your neighbor. Come on. That anointing that unwraps them, like let them let them go. Come on. He said unwrap him and let him go. Come on. 
So there's that that unction. I feel the anointing of the Lord on that. He's loosing people in Jesus' name. Yeah, the thing about binding and loosing, let me just add this. We loose on earth what's already been loosed in heaven. Yes, yes. We bind on earth what has already been bound in heaven. Yes. He gives us that authority. And so, yes. So we bind death. So we say yes. (laughs) We say yes. We say yes. (laughs) We say yes to everything that what's been prophesied. (laughs) Friends, we love you. We bless you. Yes. Walk in blessing. Walk in favor today. In Jesus' Jesus. name. And we'll see you next time on The Forge.